Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back to this week's episode of Evolve, together with me, Susanna, and Jack. Jack, how are you doing? Hello. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm straight on it today. Honestly, the, the question of how are you doing is, and I was just saying before, it's like the most difficult question to answer, because I'm like, how do you wrap this up in, yeah, one, one sentence? I don't know how to say I'm doing well without going into a lot of detail about things that's happened this week which mm, no i understand it is sometimes a bit of a question you don't want to answer but this is for <laughs> the sake of the ones listening i'm sorry <laughs> just well, tell me how your week has been no it's been a good week it's been a good week i've there's some changes happening within my workplace for the first time ever i've now got someone else on board who's working alongside me which is interesting it spices things up definitely um yeah, you've been around for the the last week now for a little while, which is sad in some ways, but I really appreciate the week as well. It's been a really good week. Why are you sad? So, it's going to be a little while till I see oh, you. Oh, you mean like that? <laughs> You're like you've been around. <laughs> no, it's yeah. been sad. No, no, yeah, it's like a sad because it's the last week. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm well. I'm uh, also sad that I'm leaving. So tomorrow I'm leaving and yeah, I won't see you for the next couple of weeks. So I'm really trying to enjoy sitting here. Yeah, next to you face to face and sharing the same bed and all of the nice things that comes with being in the same spot. In well, the same space. good things. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's been quite a productive week, actually. We have a project together, you and I which is really fun and we are kind of putting a lot of energy into this and a lot of our heart and our our soul uh, our soul as well (laughs) (laughs) 
And um, yeah, we're working bit for bit every day. So actually, when being here, we haven't had any day just relaxing. It's always something revolved or involved with working. But when you do what you love and you're doing something that inspires you, it doesn't take energy. It actually gives you a lot of energy. Of course, sometimes it does make you tired. But in general, it does give you a lot of energy. So I feel, yeah, I feel quite inspired, actually, and happy for the work and the productivity that we have had together. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the project's given me a lot more purpose and inspiration throughout the days and weeks and I actually remember it's like I think week four, week three of this when we was doing this podcast. I was actually quite down. Mm. It, ju- it just made me remind me. I was like, oh, I didn't really know what I was doing. Whereas now it's a lot more clearer and focused. So yeah, it's that that feeling is incredible actually, and that is the first step you want to get to. And then once you're there, obviously some fears might start coming your way, which is. How I'm embedding the topic. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I no, heard. it was really sneaky. I was like, ah, oh, embed that there. <laughs> so that's what we want to talk about today, fears. Yes, the topic of the week is fear. And this is a request we had from one of our friends. And uh, yeah, we're very happy to actually take this on board because it suits quite well in time for us as well to discuss fears and how we can work with our own fears and in general... What are we afraid of? Just discussing and getting into maybe some tools as well of how you can work with your own fears when you feel blocked and when there is a resistance appearing. Do you feel like you're ready to go first, Mr. Larkins? Yeah, no, I can go first. But I mean, do, how do you define a fear? I remember I read this book and this is when I first kind of started on this journey. And it was about how fear's biggest disguise is rationality so any logical excuse you give yourself for not doing what you really want to do what your heart wants to do is fear and it will disguise itself in logic in rationality because that's how our mind works and it's such a good disguise it's like you know of course you can't go and do this because you haven't got enough money to do that. How will you survive? Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? It's like, we've got so many good excuses in our locker and so many great, great reasons not to do something. It's actually pretty incredible. But the question is, if you follow that rational excuse, is that going to make you happy? Is that going to give you that fulfillment? And if the question is no, then... You can't have no choice. That the choice is you follow the rationality and you go with the good excuses that you're giving yourself and you continue not to be your best self. You continue to be or continue to lack fulfillment. Or, you know, you go, fuck it, I'm going to go for it and let's see what happens. And when you commit, when you go all in, that's when things get really interesting. And actually you start to realize just that commitment to doing what you really want to do, things, great things come your way. And at least from my own experience, you know, when I took that commitment, when I quit that recruitment job and I had no way of making money, I had loads of things to pay off, somehow I, I got through it. 
You know, it was the best move I've ever made, even though all the rational reasons for not doing that were sky high. I had people work telling me, you know, you're a fool, what are you doing? I had family telling me, what, what are you doing? You're not even working. You know, at one point I was working on a, uh, a building site and people would say, you know, why are you here? You studied law. And I was like, you know, I'm here because, you know, I'm following, I didn't, I didn't say I'd probably come across weird to these building guys, but I was there because I was following my dreams. And, you know, a, a year off work in the UK might have seemed crazy in terms of CV for, for kind of city jobs. If you've got a gap of a year, that does F you big time. Like, and I worked in recruitment, I know that. But I still went with it. And you know what? Now I'm in a really effing good job. And all these fears I had became irrelevant because I followed what I wanted to do. Went off on a bit of tangent there, but I felt no, inspired to do so. No, it's super inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Jack. <laughs> no, I love the spirit. It's super, yeah, inspiring and motivating. And you're so right. Like, when you do what you love and when you go with the heart, the fear and the ego that actually controls the fears, it just melts away. You have to understand that fears are, as Jack says, they are rational. And when we're not connected to ourselves, when we're not centered in the heart, the fear, it just has so much more power over us, regardless of what your fear is. It might not be money. It might not be having a good job. It might be connected to the way you look or the way people um, approve you like your identity that you're you have to be someone to or you have to look in a certain way to be accepted and approved and if you're not connected to your heart the actual you the you that doesn't care about the way you look what you do what clothes you're wearing anything like that yeah it, it can't be heard because the ego is there and it's stopping you from hearing the actual truth that the heart is speaking and we all have fears and regardless of who you're looking at, you might look at a super successful person, in your opinion, or someone who has achieved all of their goals. That person also has fears. And maybe that person has worked through a lot of their fears before, but that doesn't mean that there are no new fears coming. Like we will always have an ego in a human experience when we are humans. And the question is just how can we work with our fears? Like what relationship do we have to our own fears? Can we be blunt, honest with ourselves and be vulnerable with what we're actually feeling and what we're facing? And yeah, I know for myself that I have fears and I have signals that comes to my body straight away when I start listening to the fear. When the fear and the voice in my head gets too loud and it takes over my being. And yeah, for example, I can feel really like physical, physically tight around my chest. I feel like I'm I'm more caught up with like the breathing is more in the throat and the chest instead of the belly. This very ungrounded sensation. And yeah, Jack, how how are you working with your fears? Do you have any typical like physical sensations or emotional reactions that comes to you when you feel like there's a fear appearing? Yeah, I think I a lot I get a lot of anxiety and this kind of body rush of yeah, anxiety I get, to be honest. I guess most people get that. I don't know how else to explain it. But what it puts me in, at least from, from my understanding, is this kind of fight or flight mode, which is something you don't really want to be in. 
because it takes us out of that state of creativity. It shuts down certain parts of the brain which you, you want to feel inspired to grow and it puts you in a state of, yeah, fear and, and kind of wanting to hold back and it will build up more rational thoughts because you're on this kind of place of edge. You're not trusting. You're actually either in fear or you're ready to fight something. And I'm very conscious of the fact now when I do get into a state of fear that, okay, crap, it's putting me, my body into that state and it really holds me back from, yeah, trusting, which you have to do if, you know, if you, if you want to go forward with what you want to do, you have to be in a place of trust and centeredness, as you said before, connected to the heart rather than the mind. Mm. So, I mean, one of the things, at least from my, my first year that I did and I kind of realised that I had to do, is kind of drop this attachment to my identity. And there's actually an example of someone we were speaking to today who was really scared to do what they want to do in case they get judged by their friends. And the question was, well, can you make sure they don't see what I'm doing? Almost wanted to be behind a cover because of the judgments that would be made on them. And one of the things I had to get past was just letting go of the identity people attach me to. So like my old friends, like they, you know, I think they've been a bit in shock, like of the path that I've gone down. And actually I remember doing Facebook live videos so my mentor got me to do Facebook Live videos of all these kind of in-depth topics last year. That was the scariest thing ever. Like, you know, people didn't know me from being in that place. They knew me from the drinking party in Jack when I was like 18. So these judgments I knew was coming, but yeah, I still did it. And you know what? Sometimes the thought, the very thought of that fear is scarier than actually just doing it. Because once you've just done it, and then you're in it, you're like, wow, this wasn't actually that scary. You know, if you was going to jump off a cliff safely, say, you know, jump into the sea, are you like actually looking over onto the sea right now, ready to dive off? Or are you actually like a hundred yards back? Like I can't even get close to the, the cliff because it's too scary. Like what, what place are you in? Um, so that's another point. Mm, I remember the live videos a lot. And I remember how much energy it took for you to do it, but the, the relief afterwards was like, wow. Like, even though it wasn't anything, like, big generating out of it in terms of, like, maybe successful growth for your own business or new clients, it was literally only for your own personal development and, like, stating that to yourself. This is who I am, this is what I'm doing, and this is my truth. I'm speaking it for myself. And... I don't care about you and you can have your opinions and maybe you're not my friends then. And that's like, yeah, it just gives so much energy back. Couldn't agree more. Mm. And, and the universe, like you're making that statement to the universe. This is who I want to be. And you need to make them kind of statements. Mm. Or rather them. it could be, this is who I am, but I haven't been yeah. allowed to speak my truth or I haven't yeah. been afraid to speak my truth. Exactly. Exactly. And once you, you know, you put yourself forward on the firing line almost self-sacrificing that image that people had of me and I was obviously attached to, you're then ready to kind of get rid of the old in place of the new. So you're making space. And of course that's scary. Like, you know, your ego does, I think I've said this before, your ego doesn't want to die. And there are some parts of you, whatever 
part of you is fearful is attached to that reality, that identity. And if you gripple onto that, you are not going to be able to make the growth that you want to make. Mm. So it's almost just letting go of your identity. And even going back to my week retreat that went on last year, I keep going back to examples, but I remember in the middle of it, I was just like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I was kind of in this place of like, I'm doing so much self-work and transformation that I have no identity. I don't know where I'm going, but that is the best place to be in. It's fluid. Mm. It, it's adaptable. Mm. You know, I still have fear, but I don't have as much fear as I did back then because I kind of let go of these attachments. Of mm. course, I still have them. Everyone does, but it really does help. I had a thought that came to me now when we were talking about identity or you were mentioning it. I think it's a very good thing for you who are listening to reflect upon what kind of identity do I have with different people? What identity and what role do I have in my family? What do I have with my partner? How does that role make me feel? Like, is it my ego that actually gets boosted? Is this, for example, if am I together with someone where I feel like I love this relationship, I love this person, what is it that you love with this person? Is it the way this person looks at you? Like the way the person is approving you and like sharing your ego? Or is it true unconditional love? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And it could be the same with friends. Like, how are they worshipping you? Are they actually putting you up to the sky in a way that's not healthy for you? That's boosting the wrong part of you? Like, is it your heart that's getting nourished? Or is it the ego, the mind, the identity of who you are and whatever you are doing and the way people are looking at you, that that makes you feel better? It just came to me, but a good like side note to think about because with this world of a lot of social media and having a lot of online platforms, it's so easy to want to create an identity for people to only see that side of you. Or if you're with a couple of friends and you only want to show this side of you, like you need to understand that this is fear-based, like a lot with identity is fear-based. And it's super important for you if you want to self-develop to be able to connect to your heart and trust that I am worth everything and I am everything. Yeah. Regardless of my identity and what people think and what I think about myself. Maybe it's what do you think about yourself, actually, in, in the end of the day, like you actually need to reflect upon. Exactly. Again, it's, it's hard. It can be very confusing when we're living in a world where there is a lot of social media. So I understand that it's not easy to just straight away, like, boom, I'm going to quit these behaviors. But it's very worth reflecting upon what part of me is getting nourished from this. Am I, am I sharing this because it's from a place of me wanting to speak my truth or express? As we had an example, we spoke to someone earlier who really is so eager to do and speak what she loves and believes in, yet she's holding back by the thought of what her friends might think. But, you know, yeah, just trust that when you go with your, your voice and your heart, it's going to take you to all of these new places that you want to be at. And it's going to help you reduce parts of your ego. And there will always be new layers of your ego to shield. It doesn't just stop like, hey, I'm over it. We all will always have ego in this part of our life. And ego is not a bad thing. And I think I've said that before as well. Your ego is not a bad thing. But it's the way we can work with it and connect it to fears and the rational mind that's trying to always be in control, trying to grip the reality. And yeah. Agreed. And the question is, you know, how much 
do you want this? Do you want it so bad that you're going to do everything we're saying right now? So it's worth just even pondering on the fact, like, do I really, really, really want this so badly that I'll do anything to get it? Because if you, if you don't have that commitment, then you're either not inspired enough, you haven't connected to what you want enough, or I don't know what else. I mean, <laughs> the, the very fact is you have to be, do it like it's you know, life or death. And you, know, you can imagine the fact right now, as long as you're not driving or doing anything like that, you know, close your eyes and imagine yourself on your deathbed you know that your time's up. You've had this opportunity to do what you can do in this life. And you look back on this moment you're in right now and ask yourself, was me giving in to my fears and rationality worth it? If you continue down the path you're going, surrendering to them fears, how are you going to feel how are you going to feel in that moment when you're on that deathbed? Will you be filled with regret? Or are you going to look back and think, you know what? I did everything I could possibly do to become my best self. I went with my heart and I have no regrets. And, you know, it's so powerful to think of that being on that deathbed because we're all going to get there one day. Time isn't unlimited and it, you can easily think it is. Like, I you know, I forget every day of how actually precious it is and how much you can do in this current moment, just taking that one step. So the question is, how much do you want it? And if you don't want it badly enough, then quite frankly, you're not going to get it and you don't deserve it. Mm. And your fears will be in power of you. Of course. It will take over you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yeah. And obviously there are different types of fears. Like this is a fear mainly that's connected like the self-development or following our heart. But remember that we understand that fear also can be connected to um, relationships and like patterns that we have. And like a fear of losing someone we love, for example, 
again, different types of attachment to this reality. But you have to understand and also really like cherish that this life that you're living right now, as Jack is saying, there is a certain amount of time that you have. But remember also time is a concept that we, the humans, have made up. Time doesn't exist, but what's happening is that everything is constantly changing. So you have the ability to work through those fears in this life. And it's important if you can start noticing what your fear is. Maybe the fear is to lose someone you love. Like I know for myself, I have a big fear of losing my dad. Like he has been a rock solid person my whole life. And this is not something I would go and say out loud all the time. But when I think about it, it makes me cry like a baby because there's so much love. But that is the core. It's actually in my heart. So if I move the thought around, wait, am I afraid of losing him? Or am I afraid to not express all the love? Actually, it's, I'm afraid that I haven't expressed all my love. And I still have that ability to do that. He's still here. Like it's not too late. And maybe it has been in your life that you've lost someone you love. It could be a friend or a partner where you haven't been able to say all the words you wanted or say how you feel. But remember that when people pass away, like the spirit or the human dies, like the human body dies, the spirit is still around you and the spirit is still filling you. So every thought and feeling you're having is reaching that spirit too. So what I want to say with this is it's easy to like feel guilt sometimes that we might have wanted to express in a certain way and we wanted to share it, like share our love to this person, but we haven't done it. And then we're coming in with regret or like anger towards ourselves, and and that's okay, and that's most likely very normal as well. But you are the one being hard on yourself if you are in that position of losing someone and you're having regret and you're feeling judgmental thoughts. You're hard towards yourself, and yeah, the spirit spirit won't judge you. You're the one judging yourself, and. It's hard to talk about this because it's quite a diving in deep topic. It's hard to explain what I want to say with this, but I hope you get my point. It's just important that you recognize your fears. What is the fear? And for me, for example, as I said, my fear is to lose my dad, but actually the, the reality underneath that is connected more to my heart and what I feel is love and what I want to express to someone is love. And that could be also what you're going through, but in another way. So... My advice for this is dive into what's underneath the fear. Because usually what we find is love or we're finding attachment. They're more underneath than we, than we can see firstly or at the first point when we're looking at something. Do you know what I mean, Jack? Yeah, I, I think that's such a great point to make. And the example with your dad actually gave me goosebumps because... The way you flip that round is just such a incredible perspective change. It flips the whole thing on its head and actually brings, I, I assume, a little gratitude and makes you act more in that moment. So, yeah, I, I completely do get what you mean and I think it's such a great point. Mm. And, you know, it all comes down really to that kind of self-awareness, self-reflective point you know, dig underneath what's the surface. So you've got this fear, but the only reason you get fear is, you know, if you if you want something, like you're not going to get fear if you're 
staying in the comfort zone, if you're in this job that you're doing, you've been used to for the last 10 years, of course you don't get fear from doing it because, you, you know, it's, it's habit. You, you're it's used to doing it. It's not challenging. So fear comes when you really want something. So connect to underneath that. You know, why do you want it? And where's this fear coming from? And also important to mention with that, because it's great, Doug, it's the like fear of failure, which a lot of people go through. Like a fear of not being successful in what you do or uh, achieving the goals that you're striving towards. And I always think about this, like there is no coincidence. So even when you feel like you're a failure or you feel like you're doing something wrong, it, it's not a coincidence that this is happening. It's more happening to teach you something. And what you need to work on is your relationship with how you're judging yourself and the, the feelings that you get from failing, if we say failing. There is no such thing as failing. Like It's happening for you. You have to understand this. Another example of that, sorry, I have to like, it just brought me back to the fact when I did quit my recruitment job, my, my task was to become a full-time life coach. That was my goal. And I actually had this whole thing mapped out. And I completely failed at that. Like I didn't I didn't get a full-time income from that at all. I was still doing bar work. I was still doing you know, construction work. Whilst I was attempting, everything I did seemed to not go the way I originally planned. So technically, if I look back on it, I failed quite miserably a few different times, you know. Mm. But when I look back, I'm like, that was the best thing I've ever done. So... It's funny, and you can find quotes about this, like uh, failure is just the way to success. Failing isn't failing, it's learning. Learning from what you've done, what are the mistakes you made. You know, having this growth mindset, which is super critical. You know, I learned so much in that year, even mm. though I failed. Mm. And it was the best thing I ever did. It's so important. It's all learning. We're all here learning every single day. And this is the journey towards your best self. And this is how it's going to be. This is the reality. And you will have to accept it and maybe also embrace failing sometimes. Mm. Like, it sucks. But also I get this, like, I when I'm, we're talking about it, I see this little kid that's, like, laughing. Like, have a laugh about it too. Like, why am I so serious about myself and this life? Sometimes I feel like we're taking it so freaking seriously. And it's not that serious. If you look at it, it's quite... This is quite humoristic that we're on this planet Earth and we're all trying to figure out what to do with oh, our yeah. lives. If you and take a big picture perspective, it's, just like, it's quite hilarious. What are like we doing? A little tiny ball in this unlimited space. And, you know, it's a bit crazy if you think about how this even exists. Mm. The very fact we're here is just almost ridiculous. How mm. does it even exist? Mm. <laughs> Jack is like, having his hands up, like, in, in there. Yeah, and like, like, what, what's going on? Why are they here? What the is sky? this place? I don't even know. <laughs> Mm. Um, yeah so uh, do, do you have any more uh, points to make or I was thinking if we could give any good like advices on how to work with fear if there is any yeah tip that we have from our own personal experience I can begin because I think the best thing as I said that would be my advice for you who are working with your own fears is dig underneath the fear if you would write the fear up whatever the fear is, if this fear of not earning enough of money from your dream job or moving abroad, what is it that's connected to the heart? And on what grounds are you like making this decision for yourself? Why are you living out of this fear? Because 
without mentioning any name, but I have a friend as well who's super close to me, who's been having a, a little bit of a vision to maybe go studying. And it was so interesting when we were talking about this the other day, because actually what she, she wants from what I, like if I listen to her and if I'm connected to her, what I think she really wants is to go with her dream and go with her heart. But there's this reality pushing her to believe that she also needs to study and do all these things to then maybe go and follow her dream. But she could do it now, in this moment. If she began now, she would be within those three years of maybe have studying, she would be so close and even maybe in that dream life already. It's, it's just so easy to get caught up in what other people want. So the heart is, yeah, it's just a path to go. It is fears that comes up when you are going to connect to your heart. And yeah, my tip is just like from a mental place, sit with the fears, write them down. Can you dig down underneath? Maybe it is writing, maybe it's discussing with someone who really gets you and also can cut up on your like your bullshit. Because sometimes we are bullshitting ourselves. We're not saying the truth. And so someone who can hold space for you. Or it could be... Yeah, practicing yoga also helps, like that physical movement, like opening up energetically, helping the body to release toxins and tension that's like holding you from doing. Or breath work, as we are doing right now, me and Jack. We have this deep belly breathing that's super good, like transformational breathing. And that also helps to like get into the body, release the tension and the fears, and you're connected. And when you're connected, there is no room for fear. Like that's when you also get this little shy, like laughing, like, <laughs> why am I taking myself in this life so seriously? Definitely. Mm. And to add on to the point of digging underneath your fears and, and doing all of that work, get a coach. Honestly, coaches mm. are one of the, probably the best 21st century tool you have in order to follow your dreams. Guaranteed. To, like you were saying about someone there holding, holding space, asking you these challenging questions, you know, keeping you accountable, supporting you, motivating you, you know, having someone alongside you who's going to support you every step of the way is just incredibly helpful. So I'd recommend everyone getting themselves a coach. If you're serious about this, they're not that expensive, Like you can go really expensive or you can get someone who, you know, if you don't have the budget, someone who's practicing training, who are passionate about it, obviously have a chat with them, see if you connect, but go for it. Honestly, that is first recommendation. <laughs> That's your advice. Um, no, that isn't my advice, actually. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my little tip was just, if you get started, for example, if it's fear of failure or another fear, ask yourself, what what is the worst that could happen? Like, realistically, what is the worst that could happen? Imagine even if everything went tits up and went completely wrong, then you could still go back and probably get yourself a a job similar to the one you're in now or do a similar thing you're doing now. But that that is the worst, is that you end up back where you are, which is, from my opinion, unlikely to happen if you really go for it. And what is the what what other outcome is there? Actually that something incredible happens from it. And that ha- like that exists. You know, every single possibility exists in this present moment. It has to be stated that one version of yourself is living the reality you're dreaming of. Mm. Make sure it's you. Make sure it's this one that is living that dream reality. Because one of them's existing. One of them's loving life. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, mm, so yeah, it's a good reminder. Yeah, mm. I mean, when you just think about that, you're like, actually, scientists have now proved that. Yeah, it exists. It's actually real. So if it is real, then there is a chance it can happen. I've just got to make sure it's this one. Mm. And it's me. Now, it's such a cool topic to talk about. It brings up a lot of different angles, and obviously, this is. Like the first episode we're doing on it so I'm sure we'll come back on this topic again Definitely. and if you have any specific questions or life situation where you're in at the moment and you want to share it with us and um, yeah discuss it together it will be super cool for us to be here and support you as well and remember that talking to people and saying it out loud is a super good thing to become conscious and aware of your fears and the moment we speak about them it's like this pressure release from the body i also had a yeah a little side note but it's connected to fear because this week i was experiencing some fear about talking about my diabetes and i've had diabetes type 1 since i was nine years old and yeah it's not something i usually talk about and it's something i'm very responsible for doing on my own and it's my daily mission and of course i say to people when there are some problems or if something is happening but most of it like the thoughts and all the planning around it it's always my thing and yeah when I was going through this this week I just had this fear about talking about and saying out loud how how I felt and it made me feel very lonely but the reality is that um when I started speaking about it I realized I'm not lonely I just need to hear myself like if I can be kind to myself and hear myself and there will be people around me who listen too. And it's not actually about people listening to you. In the end of the day, it's you listening to yourself. So side note, but connected to fear that it's it's such a nice feeling afterwards when we say out loud, like I'm fear of failing or I'm fear of talking about this or I'm afraid to speak my truth or I don't know what my truth is and I'm afraid of not knowing or the unknown or I'm afraid of the future. I'm afraid of all of these people's opinions about me or the career or the path that, people expect me to do just get the shit out of you <laughs> as quick as possible as many times a day as possible when it arrives so it doesn't build up to locations uh, that stops you from doing what you really want mm. is this all for now jack this he looks so now. wise he's looking at me he looks like this old wise man he's just like nodding his head he's like, yes yes Yes. This was a very good Hands way in to prayer end. procession as well. Um. We actually did an om before this session. Before this episode was recorded. It was just hilarious. Well, Taking time, it a little bit too seriously. <laughs> one time in the podcast, we have to sing the double Dutch song. Oh my gosh, Jack. I like the double Dutch No, not the double Dutch song. We saw I like a movie. To swim. <laughs> we saw a movie earlier this week and. The movie itself, I would not even say it out loud because it's I don't recommend it because it was terrible. But <laughs> I'm super harsh on it now. No, it, it wasn't was good. Bad. It was shockingly bad. One of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> Never watch it. <laughs> no recommendation. But what it did have was a good song that me and Jack have been singing now, like two kids. We'll have to do it one time. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for it. Not today, but it might okay. come. It the double Dutch. You can actually, yeah. No, it's we, we don't tell anyone yet because... It's called Double Dutch. Oh, so no, no, what if they heard it from us first? Oh, We're going to leave a really good impression and then when they watch the actual... Um... Okay, 
But no more about the song. And I like the double dub. I hope you found this episode helpful. And yes, yeah, always we really appreciate all the feedback and all of you listening. It's so lovely to to know that you're here with us. And if you have any requests, as always, let us know, and we'll be happy to bring it on and see what comes out of it. Bring it on. And bring it on. And yeah. now we're gonna continue to work with our other project, which is very exciting. We and also. Wait to share. With all of you guys. Yes, but a little bit further on. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, I wish you a great day wherever you are. Hey, do. Jack is so ready to say goodbye. <laughs> He's like, hey, do. Hey, do. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. And hey, do. Take care. And we'll speak to you next week. Hey, do. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.